ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. Residents west of Melbourne have endured a terrifying night after bushfires flared late yesterday, driven by strong winds and scorching temperatures. Emergency warnings remain in place for dozens of communities west of Ballarat. At least 1,000 firefighters and 24 aircraft are battling an out-of-control fire between Ballarat and Ararat in the Pyrenees Ranges. Watch and Act warnings are in place for a number of other communities. Luke Hegarty is the spokesperson for Victoria's State Control Centre and Luke joins us this morning. Luke, thanks for your time. This is shaping up as an incredibly serious situation. What's the latest on that fire that's still at an emergency warning level? Good morning, PK. So overnight we saw the southwesterly wind change uh, move across Victoria and, and that has uh, resulted in the fire that was burning for most of yesterday to start heading in a more northerly uh, direction, so towards communities that weren't under threat yesterday. Uh, and as of about 10 minutes ago, we've got an emergency warning in place for a large number of um, communities all the way um, pushing right into the Pyrenees Ranges now, as you mentioned, so around areas like Amphitheatre um, and uh, Ben Nevis and Mount Lonnock. Um, and they're, they're areas that have had um, fire many times before, but we know that uh, the challenge that we have with this fire is right now we've got a good chance of attacking parts of the fire because it's in open grassland area. Uh, yesterday it spent most of its time burning in forested area and it, it was very hard to, to tackle. Uh, but now, as we expect it to sort of continue to move uh, north with these fairly strong uh, southwesterly winds that we're still seeing in Victoria at the moment, that'll push um, the fire a little bit further north. And uh, if we don't sort of uh, get an opportunity to clean it up in the in the grassland areas, which is a much area a much safer area to attack the fire, um, it will um, become more of a challenge for us. Uh, to, to contain that fire, particularly given that we're looking at probably next Wednesday as being the next day of uh, significant fire danger in the state. So what do we know in terms of what, what spe- what's happened as a result of the fire so far? Have homes been lost? We will start those assessments this morning. Uh, yesterday was our priority was around the asset protection, so protecting houses and, and trying to slow the spread of the fire before that wind change moved through. And whilst the fire has uh, spread with that wind change, there are um, areas of the fire where the work of the crews yesterday has meant that uh, we haven't seen a more significant spread of the fire to the north. So now we're moving into daylight and whilst the, the fire fight will continue, we will get crews out this morning starting to undertake those assessments. We certainly know that uh, the impact uh, of the fire yesterday afternoon in terms of spot fires starting ahead of it around the Beaufort area uh, certainly means that uh, we were seeing the fire moving closer to uh, larger communities, but the the actual uh, impacts on communities uh, we'll be uh, assessing from this morning. How many of your firefighters and aircraft are still involved? So we still had a large number of crews on uh, overnight, so I think there's uh, a little less than the, the thousand that we had out there yesterday, but still uh, certainly uh, once you factor in our teams managing the, the fire both uh, on the ground and, and from control centres, uh, at least over 500 um, of our people out there uh, overnight, in, and that's a really difficult time to put people out into uh, into a fire-affected area. We've got to really consider the, the impacts that fire can have on 
uh, on trees in particular and, and the safety of our crews when they're working out there in uh, dark um, times. So uh, getting uh, the, the daylight certainly allows us to bring some more crews in that will allow us to also use more of the aircraft that were very effective yesterday um, and we've got a, a large fleet of aircraft that we moved into the area uh, to tackle that fire yesterday and we'll continue to use them today. You mentioned that, that now you're focusing on this grass where it's going through grass rather than forest. It is also much cooler today. What are you expecting from weather conditions? It definitely is cooler today. We've still, you can still feel the, uh, sort of the, the gusts of the wind. It's a, it's a blustery um, southwesterly wind still. So uh, whilst the, the cooler uh, temperatures and more humid conditions uh, have uh, come along overnight, uh, we still expect it, uh, whilst we've got this amount of fire burning, that the, the wind will still be a bit of a driver um, and present some challenges for us today, uh, but once we've uh, once that starts to settle down, we expect that will sort of happen uh, uh, throughout the day. Our focus will turn to preparing for uh, next Wednesday, which is sort of the next uh, big uh, day in terms of fire danger that we're seeing in the forecast. So uh, making the most of the next few days where we are seeing the milder conditions to contain this fire. And if we can talk about that uh, this time last week, we had two major fires burning in the Grampians National Park. Those fires were worked on by crews for last week and worked on containment lines. And yesterday, those fires didn't expand in size, which I think is a really good news story. So that'll be what our focus will be for this fire uh, over the next few days. So that come next Wednesday, we're in a similar position to, to be fairly confident that we've got those fires contained and they won't move when uh, the the, uh, strong winds and uh, hot temperatures return. Thank you for joining us this morning and good luck. Thank you. Victorian State Control Centre spokesperson Luke Hegarty and you're listening to RN Breakfast. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.